Yo, what up, what up, what up, back at it again, Real Fans Podcast, here for another week, I'm your boy Gabe, I'm also here, that's Julian, Julian said what's up And your cat making an appearance as soon as you say what's up, he pops up. You heard the process going on, so I gotta show up and show face. Yeah, for the audio listeners, Gabe's sitting in front of a window, and as soon as he started the intro, a cat popped up behind his window, now it's gone. What's the name of your cat? It's, uh... Cosmo, Black. Cosmo. Cosmo. Special guest Cosmo here to talk about, I don't know, whatever cats participate in, um, chasing mice around. How that leave yeah, that one. That's JoJo, by the way, uh, over there. Julian, you, ha- you had yeah, an experience. You, you went, uh, you talked about it earlier. We didn't want to talk about it because we were going to talk about the podcast. You went earlier to St. Pete no. this week. Can you talk about your experience, what you saw, anything you observed in your sports experience? Yeah, so this past weekend, pretty fun. So for you guys don't know, I've actually recently over the past like year, I became like uh, a pretty like avid race fan uh, out of nowhere. Like it's just one of those things. Like I just had friends who got into it and then they kind of introduced it to me. And I'm like, this shit's actually like kind of exciting. So I went to my first race. Um, I did the whole race day weekend for qualifying and race day Saturday what, and Sunday. What, what race day? Race day um, for Indy Indy Car Series. It is the uh, Saint Petersburg is the first race of the year of the season. Um, uh, Indy Car and Formula One are the the two main ones I watch, but Formula One's so expensive, so I don't know. But wanted to check out Indy Car. It's kind of like that tier just below F one. Um, and it's only in like in America, but still has a massive fan base. It was about 80,000 people there for the weekend. It was a packed house. The weather was perfect. Um, my favorite driver for the McLaren team got second place. He was in first place, but then lost the first place to in the last two laps, which really sucked. But nonetheless, he still got on the podium. He folded. Uh, yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, due to the strategy and stuff, but it's too much to get into. But anyway, I actually ended up getting a jersey. You guys just saw Arrow McLaren. I was wondering what you were wearing. My boy. My boy. So did you like did you like Google what the best racers were and then you kind of picked one there and you're like, you know, I'm gonna stick with this guy? Um no, I just started watching it and uh, I just started watching it and as I like followed and learned more about it, I kind of like and like watched like interviews and press conferences of like a lot of the other athletes and stuff. I just kinda Take this guy. He um, because I'm a fan of the McLaren team on F1. So since they had an IndyCar team, I kind of naturally gravitated towards them. I kind of like what they do there. And then um, I like Pato Ward. He's like super entertaining guy. He's only like 23 or something like that from Mexico. Dude's hilarious. He's just a really likable guy, and he could be a future F1 driver soon. So kind of just started gravitating towards that. And man, the race was was awesome. It was, it was, the cars are so, bro, seeing that shit in person is wild. Like, TV just doesn't do it justice. Like, it's just like, holy shit. It's like, and it's like, it's honestly really cool to then, like, because we, we, we got a really dope spot. Like, so I didn't pay for any seats. I just did, like, a standing section, but we got kind of elevated. You could, and we're right by a straight. So, like, you could see all the cars, like, make a slight turn, and they're coming down the straight, which is, like, the perfect spot because you would see people, like, pass each other because that's, like, a big passing yeah. zone. Oh, okay. And it was yeah, just, yeah, like, I'm super exciting to, like, and then you and then you get that final turn, and it was just super exciting to, like, kind of see that. And just, it was a really good race. So, 
even if you guys aren't race fans, if you guys live near a track, and uh, I recommend checking out IndyCar. It's a growing sport due to the success of like Try to Survive and all that on Netflix. It's really grown the sport here. I mean, look, it brought me in, and I'm not the only one. Uh, it's super exciting. So check it out if you guys have a race near you. I was going to ask because, you know, we have, you know, I'm in Austin here, so we have COTA, the Circuit of the Americas. And I know they do yeah, yeah. F1. I think, you know, F1 is starting up again. I think they have the next race in, like, Las Vegas. Also, Julian, do you have, like, any interest in, like, going to the Miami race? Because I know last time we talked about it because, you know, it's a brand new. Yeah, I was going uh, to start fundraising now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want like... to, but it's so it's it's so expensive. It's so yeah. expensive. Yeah, obviously, COTA is, like, a, a big, one of the most historic, not historic, but, like, one of the most popular racetracks in America. Um, they don't just do F Formula One there. They do a bunch of different races. Yeah, they do, and like, motorcycles and there. Yeah. 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 Indy, I think, used to go there, but they haven't gone there in a, in a while due to, like, contract. You know, all all these tracks have contracts with the series. But, uh, I mean, I would love to go, but this shit's just so expensive. I might – I had a friend that went to Austin. He said it's a little cheaper, but it's still just, like, hundreds of dollars. But, I mean, formula, just for one just for one, one day. Austin. Yeah. Yeah, just for okay. one day have, versus, like, Miami, Indy I, and Las Vegas. Yeah, well, Vegas is the new track this year, um, but they're going to do it at night. Um, versus, like, Indy, you get that same excitement, pretty much the same speed. It's a little bit different, and you actually are starting to get a lot of Formula One drivers coming to IndyCar, like, ones who couldn't necessarily make it. And But so you're getting a lot of big names. So, like, that's why, like, the attendances and stuff are, like, really shooting up. And... Uh, it, it it's just it's super dope like uh i recommend anybody to check it It's actually coming out with a new series too called 100 days to indy which is like the classic indy 500 i'm sure all you've got even if you don't know racing everybody knows indy 500 it's like one of the I mean, even I'm biggest racing it's I like know, the, indy, they get the milk they get the glass milk and they like you know yeah. pour it on their head or drink it it's, it's like it's legendary course yeah. it's a part of the uh the triple crown which is Monaco and Formula One, the Indy 500, and then another track called Le Mans, which is like known for the 24-hour race. So no one has ever won it except for like one guy. I, I've, but anyways, uh, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, I used to live in ahead. Daytona. We used to, so you're talking about the, the opening day race, the Daytona 500 would open NASCAR, and I used to live by over there, so I could hear. Like I used to close enough that I can hear them like practicing, doing their practice runs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never been to NASCAR. You know, people say it's fun as hell to go into the middle. You go into the middle of the field, and it's like a crazy party. People have their RVs and stuff. Everybody's drinking. I've never been. Yeah. The ultimate yeah, I, I've never, I've never been. To, I almost went to Homestead this past, uh, this past year, which is the final race of the year. But I ended up not going. And uh, like NASCAR and NECAR is cheap. Too. Like for the weekend, I went for like seventy five bucks, which was not bad. So, and yeah, you got to see so, everything, and it's just I'm high quality you're too. Put it on your list this year to go to Homestead. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I, I heard that you can get, you can go to those and get tickets for that for like fifteen dollars. Because it's because the thing is, these racing events they see so many people. Like it's like a hundred thousand people like on race day. Like even Daytona, I think is like over a hundred thousand people because it's just this massive plot of land. And the St. Pete one is nice right in the middle of downtown St. Pete on the water and St. Pete too. Very underrated city. That city was beautiful. I was actually, when I went there, I was shocked at how nice that town was in St. Pete. Is that your first time over there? Yeah. 
I went there once as like a kid, but that was a, I don't really remember it. So I'm kind of counting this as my first time. And like, man, a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants. You, you, uh, University of South Florida, St. Petersburg is right there in downtown. So super, super nice city. Like a ton of stuff going on. Very lively downtown. It kind of surprised me. All right, let, let, let's get into it, man, because there's a lot of sports news going on. Kind of, uh, I'm not going to say we're in the doldrums. It's just, uh, you know, the NFL's popping off. We're, we're recording this on a Tuesday, so we're getting live news as things happen. Uh, probably the biggest news that happened a couple, you know, a day or two ago, uh, Derek uh, Carr, rumored to be with the Jets. Uh, maybe there, I heard some rumors about Carolina, but he signed with the New Orleans Saints. And I'll go, to Ju- I'll go to Julian uh, first. How do you feel about Derek Carr? Do you feel like this is a good fit for the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr signing with them? Can he revitalize his career? I mean, maybe. I guess, I guess we'll see. Like, I never really thought Derek Carr was the issue in Las Vegas slash Oakland. I think the team as a whole never just had enough to, like, take him over the edge. I never really found him to be the problem, though. Then again, like – you always expected him if you're going to have a guy to win a win a Super Bowl for you, like he has to go above and beyond. But I was seeing people like kind of compare his stats, and it was pretty similar to like Matt Stafford. And then Matt Stafford went to Los Angeles and won a Super Bowl. Then again, the New Orleans Saints right now aren't where the Los Angeles Rams were two years ago. So I don't know with this whole new like coaching staff and relearning the system. I don't know too much about the coaching staff in New Orleans, but. I mean, to me, it's one of those things time will tell. I'm not entirely sure. Like, it could be a place where he dies, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, what do you guys like? What do you guys think? Because I'm honestly not sure. I think it can go either way. I mean, I think his they had too far beyond expectations for him over there in Las Vegas. Uh, they had a lot going on with the team, a lot of distractions. Um, you know, outside of that, we all know what's been going on in Vegas, obviously with the coaching and everything. And he was in one of the toughest divisions, I would say, in the NFL, uh, facing the Chargers, the Chiefs, the Broncos, um, twice a year. And I don't know, man, like everyone needs a fresh start, right? Just like, you know, give the Baker Mayfield treatment. Um, glad he has an opportunity. Uh, the only thing is he had those high expectations because he got one of the best receivers in the game and Adams. So you expected them to do more, in which Adams had a great season. His numbers were there catches yards touchdown so that wasn't an issue um you know and i think there's potential in new orleans uh you know hopefully camara has a bounce back season um i know they have a new coach over there um uh, that's oh shit. dennis like, allen is the coach yeah yeah so. former former raiders coach from 2012 to 2014 so he's actually going back to Derek carr's first coach um Back in those early Oakland Raiders days, I just now realized that he's the coach over there. I didn't realize he was in San Saint New Orleans for since 2015 as a defensive coordinator and just got promoted to head coach this past year. I did not know that. Yeah, interesting. Well, like like Julian said, man, time would tell. I don't think um, you know it doesn't automatically make them a playoff contender this next season, but I'll give them two seasons to get yeah. you know accustomed to everything going on over there. I like Derek Carr. I think, you know, this is a good change for him. I think he maxed out everything he could do with the Raiders. Everyone's, every year it was like, are the Raiders for real? Are the Raiders for real? Because you, know, you see flashes. They, you know, the regular season they play, you know, big throws, big games, win by a lot, and then the postseason everything falls apart. Um, as far as Derek Carr, 
I don't hate him. I think he still has, you know, stuff to give to the game. So uh, I like to change the scenery for him. I do, you know, uh, you know, as far as the receiving core, uh, you know, this guy, uh, Chris Olave, that's a very exciting player to, to play along with. They yeah, have Callaway, I, he was up. he was a monster last year. Yeah, he's, he played he's really a, well. He's a nice little player. So um, it, it will be, you know, I do want to see what the Saints do. I'm not I'm not going to pick them to be like, oh, they're going to win the Super Bowl this year. But it, it will be. I think it's going to be an interesting storyline going forward with Derek Carr. I don't think he's washed. I think he still has years to play. I think I think he he can. I think he can return to uh, the Derek Carr uh, that we know. So it's it's more like a, a kind of a wait and see. Like I, I kind of like this. Like I heard there was rumors about him going to the Jets. All this talk, but now I, I think I guess the Jets are waiting for Aaron Rodgers, uh, or whatever. But um, you know, I think Derek Carr. I think he can. I think he can be okay. A, a bit better than average. I think he can play. Yeah, I think New Orleans has a really solid foundation. I thought their defense played really well at times last season. Like you said, um, you still got Kamara. Who knows what you're going to get out of him. Um, Alave is a good young wide receiver piece. And then obviously right now with everything going on, Michael Thomas, who's been gone out of the league for a while, at one point was the leading receiver in the league. I think in, what was it, like 2010? I mean, not 20, 2020 or like 2021, one of those years, not too long ago. Um, I'm curious to see what they end up doing with him, if he's going to end up leaving or not. Oh, it was 2019. He had the most receptions in a single season, 149. Because he was a slant machine. I remember that year. But I'm curious to see what happens with Michael Thomas. If he ends up staying around and he still maintains that level that he did a couple years ago, even though that was a few years ago, I mean, they could be a sneaky good team. Then again, that division is terrible. Tom Brady's officially gone. The Panthers. Well, maybe. Hey, we don't know probably, about Tom Brady. Probably. <laughs> he's gone. Um, even if he does come back, he needs to be gone. Um, the Panthers don't really have a quarterback. I mean, if they do, it's gonna, they're going to be a rookie draft pick. Um, and then who am I missing? The Falcons probably going to draft a quarterback as well. So it's a pretty easy division, and I think it's for the taking. And I think New Orleans in the front office saw that. So it's like get a guy who can go in there, win the division. He's still relatively young. How old is there? Or Oh, damn. I just had his old thing pulled up. Damn it. How old is Derek Carr? Yo, I'm going to guess here. Hold on. 31. 31. Oh, my bad. Ah. <laughs> he's 31. So, he's still young, man. He's 31. still got years left. He can, he can play at a high level for the at least the next five years. And, I mean, think honestly, probably even longer than that. So, I mean – I mean, yeah, it's crazy, we'll right? See. You know with the Raiders last year? They started off terrible and then, you know, string the, together a few a few games, man, and I ended up doing better than the Broncos. Uh, weren't they like one in seven, two and something like that early on? And I don't know, man. It's rough start. For the Raiders? Yeah. Last season. Yeah, they, they were not good towards the end of the year. I mean, to, like, really at all. They didn't really pick up steam at all. I mean, they got to the point where they benched Derek Carr, even though, honestly, I think the biggest issue that was happening in Las Vegas was Josh McDaniels. I don't know if that guy is a head coach or not. He might just go back to Daddy Belichick and uh, after this next year. Who knows? Um, but, yeah. But- Speaking of, you mentioned, uh, Julian, you mentioned the Atlanta Falcons earlier, former Atlanta Falcon. Calvin Ridley has been reinstated uh, 
from his suspension. Obviously, he got suspended earlier in the year for betting. He was in Florida. He yeah. was fully injured betting in Florida. And, you know, whatever. In a game back, he wasn't playing in. A game he wasn't playing in because <laughs> he was injured. He was off. But uh, he reinstated. Do you, how, how do you feel about Calvary really going forward? Because now, you know, he's on your jacks, Julian. And I'm going to get your word first, your opinion. How do you feel about Calvary really going forward? This is probably like I said it when it happened. This is the biggest wide receiver trade, like best trade for a wide receiver that I've seen in a very long time. They only gave up a fifth rounder for him. Granted, he's he hasn't played this whole past year, which is kind of a big deal in the NFL. Um, but he's still young, and it wasn't like he got injured. He got, in my opinion, wrongly wrongfully suspended for a year. The fact that Deshaun Watson had all that bullshit and he got, what, 10 games? But then Calvin Ridley, who betted on his own team in a game he wasn't playing in, in a nine-leg and a 13-leg parlay, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, come on. Like, are you serious? And I get with, like, states getting more legalized with uh, sports gambling, the NFL is going to want to, like, put more emphasis on players because – a lot of people were saying, oh, he only got the suspension because he was the first one to ever get it, which may be the case. Um, but just, you know, to kind of set an example. But this is an incredible trade. If he can if he if he can even get half to what he was with that squad right now with Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Evan Ingram just uh, got franchise tagged. Um, <clears throat> Travis Etienne, that offense is going to look scary. And now Trevor Lawrence finally coming into his own. It's going to be a second year in Doug Peterson's system. Like, he should be an easy plug-and-play fit. That was the one thing that Jags were missing. We're number one wide receiver. And when Calvin Ridley was last he was playing, he was a number one wide receiver, a top five wide receiver in the league. I don't know if he gets back to those numbers, but even if he can even produce half of it and get at least 700, 800 yards, that's big money production for a fifth-round pick. That Honestly, you can throw that away. Like, how many fifth-round picks actually end up working out? So... I mean, this is this is awesome that he finally got reinstated by the league. So, man, it's going to be exciting, exciting year. I mean, I think he's an exciting little player. You know, I'm looking at his stats. You know, he has, uh, you know, 800 yards, 820, 860, 1300, uh, with 10, 7, and 9 touchdowns the last three years. Obviously, last year, uh, his last, the last time he played, 2001, off an of injury, and then he got suspended. So. Like you said, if he can reproduce some of those numbers, like he's going to be a nice little player. Like he was an exciting. He was like one of these guys that like a flex guy that I will on my fantasy team I would try to pick up because you know he he he's able. I mean, to hit, yeah, his last full season he got thirteen hundred yard, close to fourteen hundred yards. So, yeah. and that was his last full season. He's going to come back. Made a big deal this whole situation, right? Because we're talking about a a, a good player um, with a lot of talent. And, you know, the league had to set an example of not to do what he did. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, you know, players get comfortable. And, you know, they obviously had to set the tone with that punishment. But it's because, I, I believe it's because he was a relevant player in the first place. And he's, yeah, and he was the first, I think, yeah. too. Yeah. He's, you know, he's coming in. He's going to be 29 years old by the end of the season. So, you know, kind of in that mid-range. I think we'll see if he can make some noise. Listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, regardless, I, I, he definitely adds value to the Jaguars and what they're trying to do next season regardless. So, like Julian said, for a fifth-round pick, that's a great pickup. Also, uh, too, 
Side note, Trent Baalke was pulling off some fucking magic. Jags, they restructured like five people's deals to where alternate assigning, because we were like 30 million over the cap. They just made a ton of deals with contract extensions, but with fat signing bonuses. So it doesn't cover to the um, hit the uh, count against the cap. So like a man that we all dressed up as clowns as for, for, for that end of that 2021 season, he's actually been making some serious moves and shot Khan putting his money where his mouth is. I mean, they put about $40 million in signing bonus somewhere around there, which is insane. All right. Let, let's talk about another story. Derek Henry, obviously a big, big, Boulder, oh, man. He's, every every year is a highlight of him stiff arming somebody. Every week, uh, I feel like I see all the highlights. Derrick Henry in Tennessee. Uh, is he going to be traded? Because uh, I've heard maybe you know Julian wants to bring this up with, with trade rumors, but um, I'm hearing that they're not they're not trying to shop him uh, uh, in Tennessee. Uh, he's 29 years old. He uh, has 16 million dollar cap, um, which is the second highest among running backs. Uh, uh, I'll go to you, Julian. How do you feel about Derrick Henry uh, as a player going forward? I mean, he's a little bit older. You know, 29 for a running back. That's old. You're old. Um, you know, man, I feel like for the past two years, I'm like, how much longer can he keep it up with? How much longer can he keep this up? And then the next year he drops like 1,500 yards. Like, every, <laughs> like I've been saying this for like two to three years. I'm like, how long can he keep this up with? How long can he keep it I don't know. $16 million is a big hit for a team to pick up on for a running back. But I can it's also Derrick see Henry, the though. side of Derrick Henry. That, but I could also see the side of Derrick Henry like, man, I don't want to be a part of this sorry-ass team. Like, the, the Tennessee Titans are going to suck next year. They're going to be terrible. Yeah. Like, that rookie that they just drafted, Malik Willis, or what was it? Whatever his name was, the you're probably never going to see that man's never going to touch the field again. He was terrible. They're going to probably end up drafting out of this class if possible. Um, Tannehill's done. They've lost a on a Tennessee's been having a fire sale. They got rid of Bud Dupree. They got rid of a lot of people. So I'm not entirely surprised if they can, if, if they want to trade Derrick Henry and Derrick Henry also wants to trade. Um, because one, I think Titans are just trying to hit the reset button, get rid of all that money, and free that cap space. Sixty million dollars is a huge hit for a running back. I mean, you can get a, a top tier offensive lineman for that money. Um, but the problem is getting somebody who want to take it, uh, take take on that contract. So I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think he's probably going to play it out unless they can work some magic over there, some like massaging the cap, but. I think he. I think both sides want it. I just don't think they realistically can because it's just too much money for, like you said, a twenty-nine-year-old quarter, twenty-nine-year-old uh, running back who's been taking. Even though he's massive, he's, he's been taking mass- hits. He's strong. And he's how? Strong. And how? Much and, and you have to ask the question: How much longer can you take that? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And if you're going to go to a good team, a good team doesn't have the cap space to put in sixteen million dollars on a running back. I, I definitely you're agree with you guys. The cap. Right, I agree with y'all, but have we seen regression yet? I mean, he's we're trying out. to pre- we're trying to predict regression, but have we seen it? He's proven us wrong every single no. season. Exactly. So, you know, with other players, right, and how the league is, right, you can kind of have this sense of doubt. But we're talking how he's performing right now at his age, right? Let's say, forget the number, right? Age is just a number. Look at his numbers. Or do you still think it's too risky to pick that up, even with his numbers I mean, being so low? He's a big guy. He runs hard. 
he's essentially he's a fucking linebacker playing running back essentially um i think i mean at some point injury is going to be a factor right he he did sit out a, a couple games but he did come back um production levels I mean, how, how, as, as a team, how do, how long do you project him to continue this number? Like, you know, you're like, oh, you had the best year, best year. It's like, can you do that for like 10 years? Probably not. Like, can you no, be the no. best for 10 years? Like, you know what I mean? So as far as projections, and with the Tennessee Titans, I agree with Julian. Ju- the, the Titans, they don't, they're backups. The, the, the guys they have behind them are a bunch of no names, nobodies you never, ever, ever heard of. He is their star player, you know, Ryan Tannehill, him, and then who else? Um, so, so that's go- why I think it's worth the risk for another team to go out and try to get him, especially if they're trying to make a run in the playoffs. He'd be a huge asset to any other team. Yeah, that needs a running back. Yeah, but my He'd big well, one, he has, he has, he comes a free agent in twenty twenty four. So, but the, I don't see a team like because if most likely if you're a good team, you're you're pretty tight on salary cap. I just don't see a team picking up that much money for a running back. Like that just seems crazy and like you can well, always draft the guy who's going to play well like 16 million dollars how many how many top tier teams can afford that on a running back well if, if, if like a team you can do it about- on a receiver or a lineman like but or a defensive player but like on a, a running back if a team picks them up, it's going to be a rental, right? Because if it's an end of a contract year, it's going to right. be a rental. We're going to rent you for whatever 10 games or whatever whatever the trade down trade deadline is yeah but you still gotta have the space to pick it up yeah you're right about that it's gotta be a team you know because I, I, i'm thinking that like now you know uh christian mccaffrey getting picked up by the uh from going from carolina to san francisco that was an amazing move uh you know obviously the way the season ended a whole ton of injuries on that game but christian mccaffrey has been productive he's not only was he productive in carolina he was productive in san francisco and he was you know uh one of the guys that led him into the playoffs so you're right. It, it has to be a team that that has the space, Julian. Um, but he he, I think he can still play. Like I don't know, uh, you know, I'm not gonna project him like, oh, he's gonna get a ten year contract or something like that. That'll be crazy no. to insinuate. No, we're gonna tie him long term yeah, yeah, or like uh, two or three seasons. If you want to rent him, you want to rent him for a season. You know, I, maybe maybe some teams teams might want to rent him. Okay, I, I'm actually I'm actually reading here. So here I'll list off like all the people that Titans got rid of. By the way. They got rid of Taylor Wan, Robert Woods, Zach Cunningham, Randy Bullock, Bud Dupree. Um, Dupree alone freed up like $10 million in cash space. Um, Tannehill's still on the team. I'm curious to see what they do. So if the – and this is – by the way, he's getting – the rumors are he's getting shopped at the Combine right now. Um, the Titans would pick up $6 million in that cap space if they're able to trade him, which would make $10 million based on whoever would to pick him up. So that's not – that bad, I guess, because if you're able to get if the Titans will cover that six mil on that cap hit, then a team only has to take ten. I guess saying. if you have that space, you do it. It's a rental. But if it was sixteen, if the team had to take up sixteen entirely, then that's like that's a lot. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. So what you just read, it's definitely realistic and could happen, and I agree with Gabe. Definitely gonna be a rental to make a Super Bowl push. Like someone's gonna take that. Like it's just wasted talent sitting on the Titans. Listen, like, yeah, we're talking we're talking numbers, we're talking money, but you know. If somebody's desperate enough, if you're close, if you're close enough, you're like that team that's like uh, you know, a player away. Like the Broncos. But... 
Listen, you could be LA and Bronc, just go Broncos all in. Play you can, hey, listen, listen you, can, you can be LA and go all in, throw all your chips on the table, and and get this guy, and he'll be like the Dolphins. Player. Dolphins, Dolphins, all they need is a running back. We we listen. We've improved. Improved. <laughs> I'm not gonna say this is the best running back core, but we've improved. Also, there's rumors that there Chubb Chubb might be available. I don't know. You know, Tyreek Hill is talking about hey, come over here. Anyways, uh, um, big right, Chubb. So, we're not, yeah, we're not going to talk about the Dolphins. Not, not so, today. okay, where do you see him going? Like, this quick pick. Who, who, where, you, where would you see him going? Ah, uh, man, see, I can't. I gotta. I, I gotta do more research. I gotta do fucking the, the cap. I gotta do. Just say, where would you? Where do you want him to go? Uh, don't worry about. Don't worry about the cap. Where do you high want level, him to go? Uh, high level digging there for Gabe. See, I feel like. Yeah, if he goes, like, hold up, dude. I, I need like two weeks to prep for me, this. Like, <laughs> I gotta do more research on it. You need a pie chart. Um, it's gonna be a team, like I said. It's gotta be close. A team that's close enough that like they need running back help. But you know, by the way, running backs are super replaceable. They get you know uh, damaged. They get injuries all the time. I got my pick. They usually two teams. Uh, Julian, I'm gonna go with you first because I'm just rambling. I don't have a, I don't have a pick. I'll, I'll give him a pick. Buffalo Bills. You know what? In that I cold hate weather. Singletary has been very bad. I don't know if he's still there. I don't yeah. know his contract situation. Yeah, he, they have you no run game. It snows in Buffalo. You need to you pound need the rock hard. in those cold weather run, games. Just run hard through the middle. Stiff yeah. arm. And you see, and that's exactly my thought process, right? I'm saying that you have this huge talent, and then you have a team who's in need of just something extra to get them to past that level, and it's the Buffalo Bills. That's exactly the team I was thinking, I right? So the last few years, they came up short. How many uh, close games have they lost to? It uh, came down to last possession or it came down to, you know, a uh, one-score game, and they just can't make it happen. Like, there's only so much that Josh Allen can do throwing to one or two receivers down the field, and they need to fix that run game. That – you know what, Julian? That's that's a really good answer. I'm looking at the depth chart. Thank you. I see Thank you. Singletary, James Hook, Naheem Hines. That – I could see it. If they want to give away, you know, because they're a win now. Last year, you know, the Bills were win now. They're all about winning. I could possibly see it. Honestly, them or maybe I don't know if the, even money the works, Dolphins. But... Like, I'm not, I'm not even joking about the uh, Dolphins thing. Like, I think that could be a realist. I mean, I don't know if you guys got the space for it, but you would know better than I. But uh, I, don't, I don't see the, I don't see the Dolphins. So he's, he's a, a good player. He's a nice player. He's a running back. He's a nice player. Playoff it sounds like you don't want him. Listen, we need a healthy quarterback. That's what the fuck we need in the Dolphins. <laughs> you need a, you need a quarterback. I'm saying Tom is out there. Tom is out there. I'm just saying. I don't know. Tom's out there. <laughs> <laughs> he's done. All right. All right, let's go. Uh, let's talk about Lamar Jackson because today came out the news that uh, he got fr- uh, he got franchise tag. Um, uh, today, so that, that's brand new news. Uh, the Ravens franchise tag him for I think uh, it was like 30, 32 million. Um, so that means that uh, the Ravens have the rights, they retain his rights, so he can go out and talk to other teams and teams give him many offers. But if the Ravens can match, they can keep uh, um, Lamar Jackson. So I don't know how you guys feel about Lamar Jackson because there's a lot of rumors about him. I heard about him going to the Jets, maybe coming to Miami. Miami might be interested. Um, JoJo, I'll go, I'll go to you first. Lamar Jackson, how do you feel about him? You know, I feel like he's going to be signing for a big-ass contract. So the fact that they franchise it, tag him, like they're trying to retain him. How do you feel about Lamar Jackson with the Ravens? Listen, I, 
man, if they if they really wanted to keep him, they would have just paid the man the money, right? So there's no oh we're trying to hold on to him. Nah, they just want leverage. The team just wants leverage, right? I think he already paid his dues. He's proved himself. Unfortunately, he got injured this last season, and they were trying to rush his comeback to see if he could prove himself again in the playoffs. Not he already he, you know what this man can do. Like he's a, he's an MVP winner. Unfortunately, he doesn't have a Super Bowl yet, but it, it is a team sport. Um, and there's one team we forgot that was kind of out shopping for him. It was rumored was the Falcons, and they actually. Oh yeah, I've out. heard I heard about that. Yeah, so I mean, such for the Falcons, man. They should have like. Look where they're at, bro. Like, zero contention. I don't know who they're going to get. They're in need of a massive rebuild. And they should have – if I was a Falcons fan and you're telling me we gave up on trying to get Lamar Jackson generational talent, I would have been pissed. Yeah, I've been crazy. But, uh, yeah. I, but, I mean, overall, franchise tagging him, I guess, you know, gives you another buffer year, right, to try to see what he can do. Which you, you know, Like, what what more is there? Yeah. Give the man the money. That's, that's and, my opinion, though. And he's asking what you know, what I've heard is Lamar Jackson is asking for he's asking for the Deshaun Watson contract. He wants big money, guaranteed, all this stuff. Julian, I'll go to you because yeah. I I heard the Atlanta rumors, but uh, uh, I saw Jay Glazer was on Twitter. He's like, I I don't see Atlanta happening. Julian, how do you feel about like signing a big money contract to Lamar Jackson? Like, is, is he is he that great? I mean, I I think it's scary. Like, I don't like. Like, do we realistically can expect Lamar Jackson to be a top five quarterback year in and year out? Like, yeah, he wasn't this past year, and you're going to pay him Deshaun Watson money, and you will already sell. We're not talking about it's not on the docket, but like, Lamar, they're already Deshaun Watson. That contract's already they're already trying to fix that because that shit is ridiculous. Yeah. Cleveland just came out saying that they're trying to like restructure it and everything. I. I I don't know. Like, I don't know if you give him a blank check. And you, we obviously see that in the Ravens. We saw them in the Falcons. Like, people are not willing to pay what he's asking for because of his injury history. He's one in three playoff record, which I don't like counting playoff records against yeah. players. I don't think that's fair. That that's, yeah, I don't. You know. I, I just don't like. I think there's too many factors that go into the, like a playoff record. Like, it's, it's playoff. Yeah. But, um, the fact that he's still not like an elite thrower, like in a position, we say that and in a, but that's the thing. Like, he's just not. Do you want to pay a guy fifty plus million dollars a year on a guy who isn't even in the top five? Yeah, in, but like, it's all throwing in the league and his, his impact on the team overall, like their win percentage. Listen, last season, how many games did the Baltimore defense give up? I mean, I'm just Lamar saying, Jackson I'm, had I'm, five I'm, touchdowns. I'm not, he had four touchdown passes. He had touchdowns, and they they gave up. So those yeah. are things we're not considering before he even got injured. Like he, every year right. they say he can't pass, but he gets better. His numbers are going up, and they're still comparing him to, you know, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, pocket passes. Like that's not but his when, style. When was Lamar Jackson drafted? Twenty eighteen. He's been up. in the league five years now. I'm pretty sure it's twenty eighteen. Okay. Are you are you going number to... one pick thirty two? He got drafted in uh, two thousand eighteen. Thirty two, first round. Yeah, so about this is going to be his fifth season. Yeah, his fifth season. I mean, like all I'm saying is like obviously I'm just talking about what's going through the heads of these front office people. Yeah, yeah. And I I kind of get it. 
like I, I I get it. Like as a fan, it's like, man, do you want to give tie up that much money? If you can structure the contract in a salary cap friendly way and maybe give him big fat signing bonuses, I don't give a fuck about that. That coming out the owner's part, owner's pocket. But like, if this man's gonna take a fifty million dollar like cap hit for the next fucking like six seven years, like. Is that worth it? Like, I, I don't know. Like, and I can see the conflict that the Ravens have been having the past two years and why you're seeing teams like Atlanta. They're like, they see how much that is. And they're like, yeah, you know what? That, I'm, I'm going to pull out. I'd rather take my chances with a young guy who, and this, this is a really good quarterback class coming in. I, like a lot of people are rating a lot of these college quarterbacks pretty high and Atlanta's going to get a pretty high draft pick. So it's like, do we save the money, rebuild the team um, if, with draft picks and smaller signings? And I mean, look at the Jaguars, for example, You and, and the Chargers. You have guys on rookie contracts and you can now spend all this money to like get out talent and get the best out of it. Versus if you start off, if you're a bad team like Atlanta and then you pick up Lamar Jackson, now you're putting yourself in a deeper hole to where can you like how long term can you get these guys? And I think that's the worry. And then the Ravens too. I think the Ravens are suffering from a, Ravens got a lot of veterans on that team that are making a lot of money. So I don't know, man. Like I, I, I see the dilemma. I see the dilemma. Uh, but I, I kind of see the dilemma, but not. Like, do you do, do you pay him more than Josh Allen? And that's what it seems like he's asking for. Would you take Josh Allen or Lamar Jackson? Well, Listen, why? He has a, he, he's an MVP winner. Like, he's proved himself. And like I said, like, you know, aside from his injuries and the Baltimore defense, which is crazy, right? We never really talk bad about Baltimore defense, but we've seen it this past season and how many games. Bro, they gave up a game to your team because of bad defense. Oh, yeah. So... I mean, you know, <laughs> but I mean, I would also say, like, on a head to head match, like, in that game, Trevor Lawrence, if Lamar was Lamar playing Jackson. that game, do you guys think you would win that game? Lamar did play that game. I think that was like his final game. Not, didn't he play he that was, whole game? Was, I, I think he, he went out the next week. Did he not go out the next week? I, I can't. The comeback game? I thought, he, I, I thought it was, I thought Lamar played that. I knew he played part of that. At least he was in that game. I don't know if he got injured that game or if it was the game after. It was around that time, though. But I could have sworn Lamar played that game. Lamar was 16 for 32 against the Jaguars. Uh, yeah, he played that full game. For uh, and the Ravens lost 27-28. There you go. Um, and the Ravens had the lead. Exactly my point. And they lost <laughs> they the game. The and he went, he went, what is the game, 16 for 32? Yeah. Uh, two fifty. What fifty percent completion? Two fifty. One touchdown. Like, uh, like I, all I'm saying is, I, I see the dilemma. It's like, do you want to pay this guy Deshaun Watson money? Is he worth Deshaun Watson money? I mean, and I know you guys want to say MVP this, MVP that. Was Deshaun worth Deshaun Watson? No, I did not. I on Deshaun Watson. That's what that's what I'm saying, though. But like, my man's got paid, so like. I don't understand. Here's like, my question. And also, also at the time when Deshaun Watson got that money, it was he was undoubtedly a top three quarterback in the league at the time. Bro, he had a, he put a he put a string of a few good games. He was young. Was 
first three seasons. No, he was a pro bowler that season, and he played and he led it to the, the playoffs in the second round and barely lost was, to Kansas City. But was he an MVP like Lamar does? I think he played at the MVP most, level. Most valuable player. Lamar Jackson was. I mean, if MVP. you're just going to hold up MVPs, then I mean, I can't I mean, debate listen, this. Hey, hey, like, I mean, you're talking about pay, getting paid. Like, you're but, talking about but, top but, four. When, when did he win the he MVP? Was, he was MVP he was in what, 2019? I'm just 18 saying, and 21. Look, it's contract time. So, 21. listen, you've proved yourself. It was what right I'm saying. Game? I think it was 19 and 21. Uh, listen, we're talking about he's not a top quarterback. Two MVPs? Yeah, he got one MVP. Listen, yeah, he was an, but what, what year was he an MVP? What I'm saying is that he's proven it was 2019. And he's not a fluke, right? He might not be the, you know, p- perfect pocket passer that everyone loves, but he's proved himself as a quarterback, clearly winning an MVP, which obviously is not everything, right? It's not. But I'm just my, saying that. My, my know, question with the Ravens is like. To get my, money. My question with the Ravens is like, what's your second option? If you don't want to keep your MVP, what's your second option? You got a pro bowler on the bench. <laughs> okay. All right. Listen, I, I, I think I think the Ravens are trying to keep him for cheap. I don't know. I don't know how long he's going to stay with the Ravens. Um, but them tagging him with the franchise, I think they're trying to keep him on the cheap. Uh, yeah. I think and unless they make moves for Atlanta, because if you have picks, you've got a lot of picks. You're trying to restructure, rethink. I think the Ravens should because, like you said, they have a lot of veterans, Julian, and they probably should restructure. They should, probably should give him away and get something in return. But like, what's if you're the Ravens? What's your second option? Okay, you get rid of Lamar yeah, Jackson. I, I, Who else do you have? You you want Tyler Huntley? That's that's your that's your next answer. Pro Bowler, man. Pro Bowler. Okay. <laughs> no, here here's what I think it is. I think they're clearly okay with that. Fran- what is the franchise tag price? They're clearly it was 32 okay million, with that. Thirty two point something. All right, thirty two million at a projected forty five million. So they're okay. That was a weird sound. Okay, they were okay with that price. So, you know what, I think they're at the point, if somebody's willing to pay more than that, then they're like, you know what, so be it. You can have them. All right. And I think that's what it is. Let's transition over to, let's talk, let's get out of the NFL. Let's transition over to the NBA. Because there's, you know, we're in the middle of the NBA season. There's like 20 games left, less than 20 games left. Uh, things are happening. Um, I, I think we got to talk about the biggest story of the year. Uh, I have a huge rant, but I want to talk to Julian. I don't know how much. Uh, let's talk about John Morant because he's been in the news recently. He's got suspended two games indefinitely. They say two games, but indefinitely. Um, and I think they're supposed to play, as we're recording this today, they're supposed to play L.A. And we saw the drama that happened last time they, they played the L.A. Lakers. Uh, there was a whole fight with Shannon Sharp and shit. Julian, how much of this John Morant story do you have? Because I have a whole rant. I just want to know what you know. I know absolutely nothing. Talk to oh, me five years old. Oh wow! Okay, John no Morant. I don't. I haven't kept up with NBA at Dave, all. So Julian's in the dark, bro. Oh, okay. Listen, the last six months of John Morant stories have not been good. By the way, I want to preface this. I like John Morant. I think John Morant is exciting. I've liked him since last year. Exciting player, explosive. Anytime he plays, I want to watch him. He he reminds me of D Wade, not not like physically or the game. But just kind of that excitement of like a young player, like, oh, man, this guy can fucking play basketball and he's exciting. I want to watch him. That's how it reminds me of Dwayne. That's the preface. All right. John Moran, if you don't know, John Moran plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, Julian. Uh, yeah, I know who young he is. Player. Know okay, who you know who he is. I don't know the story. All right. So here's the thing. So I still John know Moran, the story. I heard a Twitter thing, a Twitter rumor that he, he plays up, basketball. He plays basketball. <laughs> 
<laughs> I heard a Twitter thing, a Twitter rumor that like he beat up oh, like a man. kid, and they're like, the quote was, "Am I gonna have to do it to him?" He, before he beat up this kid, allegedly, quote and quotes, "Am I have to do it?" Allegedly, he beat up this kid at his house. He hosts basketball games of local kids in Memphis. Beat him up. That was just a rumor. I don't know. I wasn't there. I can't affirm what happened. Wasn't there. Wait a don't second. Know. But there's a police I, report. I, I did hear. There's a happened. police report. There's a police report. There's allegations. Okay. Also, there's allegations that came out in News. So this is the past, like the past three months. This, we're in 2023. We're in March. So the past three months, allegations that after they played a game with Indiana, the Indiana Pacers, that the Indiana Pacers were going to the airport. They were just leaving the game. Allegations that people were in a car and lasers were pointed at the bus containing the Indiana Pacers. Don't know if John Morant was in the car. Don't know if there's people associated with John Morant. I wasn't there. Over the past weekend, John Morant played in Denver. They lost to the Nuggets. Um, and he's in a club, in a strip club, waving a gun. Um, and uh, after this, uh, Adam Silver obviously suspends John Morant. Now, my whole but, take on... Well, uh, uh, Joe. The gun part was that it was on his Instagram live. Was a, yeah, he yeah, posted I it on think his I, I actually, now, it, I remember hearing about that. Like, as soon okay. as you're halfway through, I'm like, oh, wait a second. He had something with, like, he was flashing a gun or something. Yeah. I don't know if it was him. I don't know if people were with him. I don't know. I wasn't there. I wasn't a witness. But what I was a witness you to was this. club game? I thought you were always at the strip listen, club. Listen, hey, listen, don't talk about my business like that. I don't, I don't go on Instagram live and just post my shit <laughs> But, listen, so, in the last three months of 2023, I've heard allegations of him beating up people and uh, allegedly with this little 70 year old kid that got beat up allegedly a uh, gun was brandished then you hear the story about indiana pacers light laser what we assume to be gun lasers being pointed out so i can't prove none of that i wasn't there you're innocent till proven guilty i can't prove none of that john Morant, you were on instagram live on. What? what happened why, why why do they assume it was gun la- are they just like trying to put two and if two you're together? Uh, lasers like i said if a laser's being pointed at you and you're driving away and you have incidents in the NBA, I think it – you can't assume – again, I'm not a witness. You can't assume things. I mean, I, I don't know if it was just like – because I've seen games where people are just pointing lasers at players. Oh, this so is the I, bus. I wasn't sure they're driving was away. One of those. The, the like, game is done know. and they're just driving away. Oh. Uh, anyways, I can't talk about that. I can't talk about any allegations, any stories. I wasn't there. I'm not a witness. I wasn't on the police report. John Morant, I saw you on Instagram Live in a club waving a gun. Now, by itself, not illegal. It's not illegal to go to a strip club. It's not illegal to own a gun in, in the United States. But when this is like the third gun story that you've had, I saw you. I'm a witness to you on Instagram Live. Your account, it was your camera, your phone. You're on there. That's you with a gun. It looks really bad. By itself, nothing. But in context of all the stories that have been going on in the past month, the past year, it's really bad. Again, I'm a fan of John Moran. I like his basketball. I think he's an exciting player. And the fact that he's being associated with this stuff is pretty bad. It's pretty bad for the league because I, I don't want to see the escalation. Um, everything I hear about John Morant, John Morant comes from a pretty good place where he grew up. From what I hear, he went to private school. Uh, he has both his parents in his life. Oh yeah, generally I saw the picture of uh, his his um, like high school photo or something, and people were roasting his okay. ass. I did see that. 
It was something. This guy's like. a gangster. His real name is Clarence. Clarence's parents have a really good marriage. All right. <laughs> Everything I hear about John Morant, he's a pretty good kid. I, I, I like again. I like him. I like him as a kid. But the stuff that you're projecting out, man. There's a quote. Uh, there's a quote that says, "Keep the main thing the main thing." John Morant, you're an excellent basketball player. You're really good at basketball. You're making money right now. You're 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 due to make like a quarter of a of a billion, like two was it two hundred million, two fifty million. That's his net contract. When when they extend him, he's gonna make two hundred fifty million dollars. John Morant, keep the main thing the main thing. Play basketball. You're doing this street shit of like, oh, I'm just gonna I'll be so. There's a lot of gun stories around John Morant, and I just hope that um you know they can keep away from that shit, right? Any other NBA player, any other star, any other NBA star, how many, how many, JoJo, how many other videos of LeBron James have you seen of him in a strip club with a gun? The only other story that we might know that blew up was Gilbert Arenas, right? Way back in the locker room. That's it. Name it. Yeah, you need to be respectful in the strip club like James Harden. James Harden is respectful in that strip club. Classical bird (laughs) who shot himself in the leg. Oh, yeah. He shot himself in the foot. Again, I'm not. Gabe, since you're a resident strip club expert, can't you, like, not record? (laughs) Can't you, like, not record? You're not supposed to. I mean, they're not allowed to say. Well, it's illegal, but I don't like every strip club. It's disrespectful to not record. Anyways, by the way, he's in Colorado, in Denver. They just played a game and they lost. So he's not even in Memphis. All right. Um, so yeah, so name any other NBA all-star, any, any NBA star. Have you ever seen CP3 with a gun in a strip club? No. <laughs> Have you ever seen, name any other star, Dirk Nowinski. Have you ever seen Dirk Nowinski in a strip club with a gun? No. Have you ever, I don't name think any I've other ever star. seen him in a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know that. I've ever seen Dwayne we, Wade. We, I've ever we... seen Dwayne Wade in the strip club with a gun. Nobody I else mean, is doing it. Over here at Tootsie's, I don't think I ever seen uh, Wade there. I, I think he's not listen. I'm not saying listen. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna criticize people look, for going. Gabe's like, look, I've seen a lot of Miami Heat players at the strip clubs. He's like, I ain't never seen him having <laughs> as a witness. <laughs> Gabe's like, I ain't never seen them having. So here's what I'm saying. Keep the, the quote is keep the main thing the main thing. John Morant, you're an excellent player. You're gonna be the faces league if you can, if you can maintain like you're a star in the league. If you maintain like where you're at, you're going to be in the league for a long time and people are going to like you, you're going to love you. There's other shit on the side that has nothing to do with basketball. You're going to fuck up the bag. You're going to fumble the bag. Because God forbid, something we hear a story about, massive shooting, John Moran shot, John Moran in the hospital. How tragic would that be for an exciting player, a young player in the league? You hear some dumb shit like that. Like, why skill bears? Or fucking what's the what's the what's the NFL player the wide receiver for the Raiders fucked up his whole life going 150 oh, Henry miles Ruggs, an hour when he uh, he got the DUI fucked up his whole life you fucking driving 150 miles an hour you killed the lady you killed the dog your whole life is done done so I, I can't talk about the allegations of John Morant the shit I wasn't there I'm not a witness I was in the police report I saw you on Instagram live I saw you that I can oh, confirm other shit I can't confirm. So I hope John Morant can like clean his shit up and keep the main thing the main thing. Bro, there's people that rely on you, your family, your dad. You know, from my hair, he's a family guy. He keeps a, a close circle. The other shit, the extra shit, put that shit to the side. That that that's not the main thing. That's not what being on the street or being, you know, this guy, you know, God forbid that he gets in, you know, you go to these cities, guess what? They're playing LA tonight. They're playing the LA Lakers tonight. A lot of gangs in LA. You you're you're hanging around with these elements. The, these dangerous people, 
guess what? You're going to be involved in some, hopefully, you're not involved in things that don't involve basketball, right? You're fucking involved with these crips and bloods and shit, all these gangs. That's not the main thing. The main thing is you play basketball and be great because you have a, a you have a future in basketball. That just my that's my rant. I'm I'm done talking. I like the kid. I wish he would well, do well, sir. and I wish he changes his way. John Morant, do better, do better, John Morant. I like you. I want to like you, but it would be tragic if some crazy shit happens where like John Morant on a street corner getting shot, multiple shots fired. John Morant, three three dead. That would be crazy. That would be insane to hear, right? That's not what you expect out of my NBA players. That that's Good my job. Nice game. Yeah, I I don't know. You, you know, he he's he's associating himself with people that maybe not have his best interests, his basketball interests. The the main thing is him playing basketball, and you know he could be starring that. And if you hang out with other people that are not basketball people, they have nothing to lose. You have John Moran has everything to lose. These other people, they I don't, you know. They, they don't make their money off basketball. They probably make their money off of other things that's not basketball, not NBA. And I hope John Morant can do better. I'm just saying. That's my John Morant thing. Let's switch it over. Let's transition because apparently the – more rants. Let me, let, me, let, me not, let me rant on something else because apparently the Knicks are good, I guess. Are the Knicks <laughs> Yo, good? All right, here we go. Get, Yo, what? Gabe's Knicks lander. Here we... The Knicks are good? Something stirring up in New York City, specifically in Madison Square Garden. I don't know what's going on, guys. I'm not going to jump on the hype train yet, but let's enjoy it while it's here. Knicks on a nine-game win streak. Yes, I said win. Win. Nine-game win streak. And, you know, they beat, they beat a couple local teams. The last team uh, going off the Boston Celtics in the game before that. Uh, they had a, a, a game-winner buzzer beater uh, to win. So, I mean, they're, they're looking pretty good. Had some acquisitions, you know, before the trade deadline. Um, and one of their best players is not even playing as of late. Brunson, who's been out with an injury, so he hasn't even touched the floor uh, during this win streak, um, which is crazy. Um, I don't know what seed they are in the playoffs right now, but they are. They're in five. Right I was going to say they're four or five right now. Who's the number four they're seed? They're five. Uh, it's, it's the Bucks, Boston, Philadelphia, Cleveland, New York. Brooklyn. Oh, so look, if team. playoffs were to start today, I wouldn't mind seeing a, a Cleveland uh, Knicks, you know, first round matchup here in the playoffs. And that, that would be quite interesting. You got Donovan Mitchell and crew, you know, showing out in the I, East. I, I think I have higher hopes for Cleveland overall. Like, listen, as a Miami Heat fan, there's nothing worse than Knicks fan. This is this is this is, <laughs> this is the hateration holleration in this desert. I mean, you should um, say as an NBA fan, there's nothing worse than the Knicks. <laughs> because listen, hashtag Bing Bong, hashtag whatever. Back. The, back. the Knicks. I, I can never. You can't rely on the Knicks. They actually listen. The last couple of years, you have Man. a decent team. You have a nice little team. I'm sick and tired of all this slander they give to Chris Bosh. They said they said Randall. Randall was better than Chris Bosh. He's a better shooter, a better. This man was in a three-point contest. I don't know how he got there. <laughs> Anyways. Everybody shoots threes. He, he built like, the house with those bricks. Oh, my God. That's a, that's a nice little point. All right, look. I think it's safe to say, quarter. right? I, I think it's safe to say that the Knicks are going to make the playoffs this year. Okay, We can fair. all agree on that. 
We can yeah. all agree on that. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna stay in the top eight, even top ten with this plan. They're gonna make the playoffs, right? In which they didn't last year, and they did. I, I believe what, it was the year before, right? Two they lost ago, to Trey Young. They, yeah, they fuck, lost. To remember Trae the fuck Trey Young, oh. fuck Trey Young tra- <laughs> chance. All right, yeah. so I mean, so, they're progressing I mean, upward, and they acquired Jalen Brunson. Nice player. Nice right? player. Nice and player. even made moves at the trade deadline. Right. So, I mean, I think the Knicks, they're going all in. Right. They they know what's at stake. You know, they're tired of being a poverty franchise in which they're the richest poverty franchise to ever exist. Because but their cash base is unbelievable. Are you better than the Bucks? It's just so funny how, like, when no. people resort to, like, Madison Absolutely Square not. Garden history to just... I think it's hilarious that every time somebody like talks about Madison Square Garden, always talks about how the Knicks lost by some player dropping like 50, 60 points. Like who dropped the most points at Madison Square Garden? Like that's embarrassing, yeah. dude. Like, bro, I mean, big time player showing is like dropping them. It's just hilarious. My, my question about the Knicks is though, is like, are you better than Bucks? Are you better than the Celtics? That, Not even better than the Sixers. In a playoff I mean, series. You had to no, the best I mean, of as of right now, as of right now, Absolutely not, right? Uh, I mean, can they even beat the Nets in a four-game series right now? Can they beat Cleveland in a four-game – I mean, in a seven-game series? My bad. Um, you know, that's why I was excited. And I'm like, hey, listen, if Cleveland stays at four and they stay at five and we see a first-round – I think that's a pretty even first-round matchup for both teams, right? So the Knicks wouldn't have to face, you know, the Sixers, the Bucks. You know, in the first round, or even the Celtics in the first round. And you know, like I said, they have a nice little team. If you can stay in that mid tier, because that's what I want my, my the Miami Heat to stay. I want the same. If you stay in that mid tier, uh, you know that that five, six, seven, eight, five, six, seven, middle of the middle of the pack. I think you can get past the first round, maybe to the second round. But then again, like I said, I think the Celtics and the Bucks, they're top tier. They should probably win the East. Um, there's not a, really a lot of parity in the East. Uh, question as as question for you real quick, Gabe. So if they, I know how good the Bucks are, and I know how good the Celtics are. Right? And in terms of matchups, I don't think the Heat have favorable matchups against either of those two teams. And which you think the Heat has beaten both those teams in the playoffs in recent years. But obviously, this isn't the same Heat team. It's not the same team. Um, right? But, but for this season specifically, um, you guys did beat the 76ers in the past in the playoffs as well. If you were to see the 76ers in the first round, how confident do you feel with your team right oh, now and against on. the 76ers specifically with the way Joel Embiid is playing? Man, that series will probably go deep. The, the, the Miami Heat, they don't play well. They haven't been shooting well. They, they're not shooting threes at the same rate they have the, as they have done in the past. Um, but listen, we're playing the 76ers. James Harden, you cannot beat us, James Harden. They're going to score a lot. This is going to be a high-scoring game. <laughs> Give me the heat, though. Give me the heat versus the Sixers. Come Six on. or seven. We're going to go seven. We're going to go seven. Seven with the heat this well, year. The heat you, and not, first round, I got to get to. So if you, had the, if you had the Sixers first round, heat went in seven. Heat and seven. I can see that. We all know 76 is folding the playoffs. I don't care how good they do in the regular season. They lost to the Heat when they were the number one seed, I think, what, two years ago in the East. Obviously, again, this isn't the same Heat team, but in terms of matchup, there's just something about playing the 76, which is in the playoffs, where, you know, you feel like you have that. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, as far as the Knicks, 
You got a nice little team. I don't expect the Knicks to do anything, honestly, in the playoffs. Do a first round that do their hashtag bing bong, whatever the fuck. They'll do another video. They'll win one game, and then you will see all the video. Everybody's talking about New York. Uh, the basketball is better when New York. NBA is better when New York is winning. Oh, come on, guys. We've been... The last time y'all won a fucking went to the finals was like 2003 or something. I don't know. When, whatever Carmelo Bro, I, was playing. I swear, I swear people say that about every New York 20 years. Team. Oh, the play, the playoffs is better when New York's and it's like, bro, says who? Like only people from New York. Like, <laughs> yeah, that. like it's very self important. You all are very self important. With the with the media coverage and how many people live in that city with the you know with the passion as well. Of course, bro, the sports world wakes up. You know, and I'm saying that for the Knicks. Obviously, you know, I'm a diehard Yankee, but I mean, listen, the Knicks win one game, right? You see how it takes over the whole country. So imagine if they go to the finals. Just imagine. New York is not the whole country. Uh, Celtics, just real quick, because we're talking a little bit about the Celtics. Uh, do you want, are we overreacting? I mean, influence covers the whole country, though. Uh, are we going to overreact on the Celtics losing? You have a, a three-game losing streak. Obviously, they're number two. Uh, they're 45-21 and 21 on the season. JoJo, do you, are you overreacting on the Celtics? Do you think it's over for the Celtics? No, no. Definitely not. Definitely not over for the Celtics, but I, I still think they should be concerned, right? Um, it's not just about losing these last three games. It's how they lost these last three games. Uh, first, you know, they gave up a 28-point lead. Again, that's not a mistake, 28-point lead to the Brooklyn Nets, a Kevin Durant-less Brooklyn Nets, a James Harden-less and Kyrie Irving-less Brooklyn Nets, you know, led by their all-star player, Ben Simmons, Brooklyn Nets. 28-point lead. Uh, granted, uh with that trade for KD, they did pick up some nice pieces. And I, I think the Nets are still going to be in playoff uh, contention. So the following game, they lost to the Knicks in double OT. Double overtime, yeah. Double overtime. That was a great game. I actually saw that game. And, hey, they were just going back and forth, man. Clutch shots all over the place, buzzer beaters, um, free throws. Like, you know, a lot of clutch situations going on both sides. And then this last game that they lost – uh, to the Cavs when your boy choked both free throws to win the game. Yeah. All he needed to do was make one free throw. He said he was going to make both of them. I don't know if you've seen that uh, video yeah. footage. So I think that was too funny. Yeah. All right, so they gave up, and they were up 14 in that game, I believe, as well. So, you know, these last three games, they're not looking so well. I don't know how the rest of their schedule is looking like. But if they're fighting for that number one seed, and you want to be that number one seed to have favorable matchups, because if you think about it, the number one seed in the East to, to get to the finals, you're you're only gonna face one of the top five teams um, at the end. If you go to at the end, right? Finals. So like, if, yeah, if you're the two or the three, you're most likely gonna have to face two of those tough teams, whether it's uh, the Bucks or the Sixers, or you know, even the Cavs are up there. Um, so you want that one seed. And I think, you know, for the Celtics, which the pressure is on for them, right? There's no more excuses like, hey, these these guys are young. Tatum. Yeah. You know, yeah, or Brown. They'll get there. You know, they even have, you know, some veterans, Al, Al Horford. Um, granted, they do have a new coach, right? And, you know, they were dealing with issues with, um, what was his name? Udame? Yeah. 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 Uh, so it could be. Lost JoJo. Oh, we did. Um, but yeah, 
wait, I think he's back. I think he's back. What, what'd you say? I'm just saying, like, I mean, it could be a coaching situation as well. And, you know, making adjustments on the fly, right? Because you, you do have a new uh, coach. Um, but you can't give up leads like that at all. Like, if you're up 15-plus heading into the third or fourth quarter, like, that should be off-rip a win, you know, for yeah. a special team like the Celtics, the way they've I, been playing all season. It's a tough, you know, a tough couple games going to Brooklyn and staying uh, for the Knicks. I'm fine. Like, I'm not overreacting. I mean, yes, it's a great win, I guess, with the Knicks because nobody, you know, go to double overtime, you guys lose. You know, that's when all the talk, the hype of the Knicks are like, oh, we're – it's like, you guys won a game. Listen, I saw – I seen the hype. Hashtag Bing Bong. Um, we'll see it at the end of the game. Like I said, there's not there's, there's not too many games left in the season. Um, obviously, uh, it's going to be more competitive as we head into it. But I, I'm not going to – Overhype Celtics losing three games. Listen, my my Miami Heat have been losing a lot of games. Uh, they've been on a lot of bad road trips, and Celtics, you're, you'll be fine. You guys, you guys will do okay. Just uh, rest up, and uh, yeah, you guys will be alright. Let's uh, end it with World Baseball Classic. Can we talk about the World Baseball Classic, Jojo? Obviously, you're wearing uh, your Puerto Rico shirt from last year. You had the Marlins Puerto Rico shirt. Can we talk about a little bit of the World Classic? The first game is starting today. That's right. Kind of what, what do you expect out of this uh, tournament? I mean, listen, man, today's the day we've been uh, waiting for five years, Julian and I, and I guess the rest of you actually care about this. But uh, again, we six were there years. in 2017. Six years? Six years. Wow, damn. Damn. COVID really you know, pushed things back. Fuck shit up. Man. But it's uh, <laughs> just crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, man, tonight kicks off Cuba versus the Netherlands. Uh, the game will be on at 11 p.m. Eastern time. Pretty late game, but. You know, if you don't have to work in the morning, you know, I'd say check it out. Um, they debuted uh, their uniforms. They had their media days. Um, what is it on? Everybody's look, looking pretty crisp. Um, FS1, the game will be on tonight, Fox 11 o'clock. Uh, I, I'm hyped. Me and Julian got – we already explained last time. We got the tickets. We're going to a couple games next week. Um, hopefully, it brings more energy into uh, the city that we live in, Miami over here. Uh, we know Marlins Park, man. It's empty – all season, which we know why, right? It's not really a baseball town, and you know the Marlins aren't really good. Yeah, it's which is crazy, right? And me, you know, living in New York or up New York, you would think you know South Florida would be big on baseball, and really it's not. Um, and you can't really say that it's because the Marlins never won. They have two championships done. Um, I think about it's just the consistency um, and having winning seasons, I, and usually this time I around, think it's really that. Both, yeah. both yeah, I think the World Baseball those World Classic, Series runs; those were packed houses at uh, the yeah. Sun Life back in the day. That's a fact, and I think the World Baseball Classic will bring that energy back here in Miami uh, that we we want to see, right? In, in in the baseball realm, and you know, it, it's crazy. We have you know all these you know Caribbean nations that that live over here, you know, South America, uh, you know, Central America as well, and I think baseball should just be bigger and these games are going to be sold out, you know, with these matchups and it's just going to be exciting overall for the city. No. Yeah. It's really good to see like meaningful games played in Miami. I think up until the COVID year with the expanded playoffs, that was the first time the Marlins made the playoffs since they won the world yep. series in 2003 and people weren't even there to enjoy it. So, I mean, it's kind of like, so there's really been no meaningful games here in a long time. I mean, people go to the home openers and, 
it kind of dies off after that. So it's going to be really cool to see the stadium filled up um, again since the last World Baseball, World Baseball Classic and the All-Star Game and all that. So, And there's going to be a lot of games. So, And the environment is going to be wild. It's going to be insane. Yeah, so they're hosting in four cities, obviously Taiwan, Japan, Phoenix, and Miami. So these guys are going to be in Miami. Hopefully they'll bring us more updates as we get the Miami games rolling. But I think that's going to do it for this know- you guys know oh, who I'm rocking with. I know. I know. JoJo solid, but did you see that? <laughs> do you guys see that suite in the baseball stadium in Japan? I know JoJo's solid, but like Gabe, did you see that? That was no, pretty sick. It has like a balcony, so like whoever rents out yeah. the suite can like sit at their balcony and just watch the game. So the baseball room stadium service. in Japan, yeah, they have suites, like hotel suites, like rooms that you can rent out and stay and full service um they'll serve you food you can sleep there uh, all the amenities and then right on your balcony you just see the field and That's you get crazy. to watch the game from there and it's yeah, wild it's... I'm like i haven't seen anything like that in the, in the united states yeah japan yeah, they play baseball tight. different than us man japan yeah. they they fucking they they come they show I mean, up two-time winners of the classic you got to give yeah. it to japan and that they're gonna make some noise this year. Actually, they're gonna make some. I'm excited to see them advance and potentially see them in a semifinal or a quarterfinal game. Actually, semifinal because quarterfinals they're gonna be playing somewhere else. Um, here in Miami, if they make it that far, that would be really dope to go to to see that yeah. team. All right, that I think that'll do it for this week, man. JoJo, tell them where they can find us on Instagram. Listen, man, world, world Baseball Classic style, guys. You can find us here in Miami. You can find us in Phoenix, Tokyo. In Tokyo, you can find us. What's the Instagram Tokyo, handle? Tokyo, What's the handle? What's the Listen, you can find us the Real Real Fans Podcast, Instagram, Twitter, Real Fans Podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcast, YouTube. If I miss anything, let your boy know. Listen, yeah. like, comment, share, man. We love the interactions. Again, boys, openly talking shit to Gabe. Right. If you disagree with anything he says, which we do for the most part, let yeah. us know. We like to see it. Go ahead, dunk on me. Yeah. Dunk on me. And, and 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 shout out to all the people that checked out the new show. Did really oh, yeah. well. That's got a, yeah, almost a hundred. Got almost a hundred views on the new show. So I appreciate all the new people. I hope you guys enjoy. We got another episode coming out soon for y'all as well. Yeah. That soccer podcast really, you know, they're really good. They're gonna get their, you know, feet wet. So. Uh, Hopefully you check us out, man. Real fast podcast. We appreciate everybody checking us out. We have this main show. We have the soccer show. So thank y'all for checking us out and listening. We appreciate it. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.